Hello and welcome to Lexicon. It is Maddie. Lexi. Dylan. And this is our She-Hulk review, originally recorded a couple of weeks after the series ended, now being presented a couple of months after the series ended. Uh, just some other stuff came up and pushed it down the schedule, but we still wanted to present it, so here it is. Hope that you enjoy. Alright, so She-Hulk. Um, I have notes on every episode. Mm-hmm. Technically, I don't have notes on the last one, ironically enough, but I do have a couple thoughts on it. Um, I do have notes on every individual episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't necessarily think we need to do a review of every episode, but if y'all will bear with me, I'd like to at least go over them, some of the more prescient points, if nothing else, and then we can talk about the series overall, or would y'all like to talk about the series overall first, and then I can get into the more I'm fine uh, granular details. It's been nine long weeks. Go over your notes. All right. I need reminders of what happened. All right. So starting with episode one of She-Hulk, I said, eh, didn't do anything to turn me off episode two, but didn't do anything to make me excited for more either. I noted that uh, I didn't think Mark Ruffalo's performance was particularly good, uh, but I did like the bits of affection he, his character showed for Tony. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought She-Hulk's backstory was really cheap. I know that's sort of the backstory in the comics. I think she actually gets shot, and, and Bruce has to give her a blood transfusion. Mm-hmm. But in this, they have an accident. She just happens to get cut and roll yeah. in Bruce's blood. I mean, come on, really? Mm-hmm. That's the best she got. Um, the villain at the end, who we actually got to see more of, I didn't know we would at the time necessarily, Titania, I believe her name was. Yeah. I noted that she looked like a, a villain from a Nickelodeon show, like Henry, Henry Danger, or maybe Disney's Wizards of Waverly Place. I mean, yeah. That's the vibes I got from her. Yeah. Pretty much. So that was my summation of episode one. Nothing great, but nothing bad either. Uh, episode two, we got her don't want to exist as a derivative of the Hulk line. Yeah. Which I, I really did appreciate, even though that's kind of exactly what the character was in the comics, I guess. I, I'm sure it was it grew to be more than that, or it was even presented as more than that, but the fact that you're She-Hulk, you are kind of a derivative of the Hulk. Literally, too, since you're only a Hulk because the Hulk exists and you mm-hmm. have its blood. But, but I did like the line, though. Um, and we saw her paralegal going out on a date, so that, that in any thoughts that she was going to be Jennifer's love interest. It's just a theory I had early on. Um, there were apparently a bunch of Hawkeye questions in that episode. Okay. And uh, it, at the family dinner, there were, someone was uh-huh. asking a lot about Hawkeye. I wonder what that was all about, and that never really paid off. On anything, and, and I did note, uh, isn't Bruce family? Why wasn't he at the family dinner? Of course, we find yeah. out that he's off on interstellar business. True. Good um, stuff. Stuff. We'll come back to that. Yeah. Uh, I, I love Tim Roth in this, playing, um, oh, what's his name? Abomination is his uh, uh-huh. yeah, uh, villain alias, but I can't. Uh, Emil Blonsky. Yes. Uh, I thought Tim awesome. Roth was, was, was fantastic. Um, I did make a note, guess the Sicarian ship. Oh, no, I guess the Sakarian ship wasn't a red herring. Yeah. Because apparently, I, I thought initially we saw it in the first one. Like, oh, well, I guess we're not going to see that again. But then we see Bruce on it. Um, oh, yeah, more about fucking She-Hulk's backstory. Literally, so the ship pops up, then they crash. And it's like, it's a pop down nowhere. Yeah, and like I said, I thought initially it was just going to be a red herring. But then we did see, see Bruce going off. But I did think that the uh, the effects when Bruce was on the ship looked like they came from mid-90s HBO special. <laughs> Same with the uh, the water bottles where she's lifting the water bottles in the end credit scene. Mm-hmm. So it, it continues the trend of the uh, the Disney Marvel shows where some of the effects are really good and some of them aren't so good. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're still, they're still show fine. It's not, budget. I was, well, it's not I was like it's not say. like it's, it's not like it's ruining the shows or anything for me. Even if the effects aren't great, and they're still yeah. fantastic for I mean all intents and purposes. But just some of them. Are I, I was going to say say I heard that Marvel wasn't so kind to the effects artists. Yeah. 
as far as things go. I also know that it was nice that we were getting more information about Abomination Scamio and Shang-Chi, mm-hmm. which, of course, played out throughout the series. Yeah. yeah. All right, uh, She-Hulk episode three, I called it the buzzword episode. We heard about, uh, you know, cancel, smash, control the narrative, Megan the Stallion is in it. Oh, God, it's it was like, that episode. It's like, we're trying to be hip now. Uh, that one was in it. This is the first episode that I know they went too far in breaking the fourth wall. And I, I think it's cool when the character's talking about her life to the audience, but when she's actively talking about the show itself and A and B stories that she was in this episode, mm-hmm. that just goes too far to me. And I know you're going to bring up Deadpool, and I get that. And maybe this character's gimmick is the same in the comics. But yeah, in the comics, she's very big. In the first place, way. I think it works way better in the comics because you have so many different storylines and worlds in the comics and they do resets and reboots and some of them connect and some don't. So I think it works way better in the wide world of the comics. And I know we're opening the MCU up more, but the MCU still feels more like a self-contained, interconnected world. So I feel like it, it's it's much more disquieting when she does it in that and it takes you out of the illusion more. And as far as Deadpool, we have not seen Deadpool in the MCU. Yes, I know we're going to, but we haven't yet. So in his little semi-disconnected Fox world, it feels more right. I can't wait to see Deadpool and She-Hulk together. When Deadpool gets introduced in the MCU, we'll see how he handles it, but I also feel like if you have that one character whose gimmick it is to do this, maybe it works. Maybe it doesn't, but like I say, so far we haven't seen Deadpool connected deeply to the MCU. She's clearly very connected in the MCU. With, with Daredevil showing up eventually, with Wong, with Abomination, with Bruce. She's a very big part of the MCU, and I think they're going too far into breaking the fourth wall. It just doesn't work for me personally. It I, takes me out of it. And, I felt... And, and, and it's like, at the same time, so she's just a TV show. Are all the other Marvel things supposed to be just TV shows in-world? Aren't we supposed to believe we're seeing a real world within the context of the movies? It gets even more confusing later. I, I was going to say, that. early on, you, you know, you made that know, but to me, it's it looked early on. Yeah. It felt fine. It, it did feel like maybe we're seeing something of a TV show, but it's a TV show in that world as well, well like to I some say, degree. Like I say, in the first two episodes, I thought it worked fine, and the third one's when they started to jump the shark. And at, at first, she's it, it was a totally talking to was the audience. Far. Yeah, then, as long as she's talking to the, like, I, wink, wink, I know there's an audience, I'm going to make comments, but when she's specifically talking about show details, like, again, this one referenced mm-hmm. A and B stories, it's like, that's going a little too far. And then... For at, me, at personally, like I say, just... if you get if you dig it, that's fine. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm telling you my experience with this. I didn't think it was too bad when she was just talking about stuff and to yeah. us. Early on, I, I didn't think it was that bad. I, I, think it, I didn't think it was that bad till like, the end. First of all, breaking isn't something that isn't, like, one of my favorite things, but I, I thought it looked fine early on. I have so this, like, canonically powerful powers... Football breaking, probably. I have another note here that w- that would uh, come back and play out later on. The idea of taking away someone's powers is not a good one for this universe. I don't remember exactly what was happening in this episode, but we've seen it with like the inhibitor bracelets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and um, yeah, I just don't think it's a good idea to start taking people's powers away. That just sort of works against the idea of superheroes and supervillains. And 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 we'll talk more about it. But I just not not a road I really want to go down by and large, in the MCU. Um, also, lots of Asgardian stuff in this movie. I don't know if that was just because Thor Love and Thunder was coming out around the same time and they wanted to play Possibly. off of that, or, or it, it didn't really seem to pay out or pay off in later episodes. It was just kind of this one and then gone, so I just wonder if it was for that reason or they just felt like it was fun or just yeah. a little more, you know, making sure she's firmly planted within the world of the MCU, which, again, makes the fourth wall breaking even more egregious to me. 
Um, I had a note that I thought that those punks who attacked her with the Stolen Asgardian weapons were working for Thunderbolt Ross. Yeah. But uh, um, apparently they weren't. They were working for, what's his name? The little punk Mark Zuckerberg. I don't remember Doppelganger. His name. Um, really quickly, since I mentioned Thunderbolt Ross, have y'all heard that uh, Harrison Ford is apparently going to be taking over for William Hurt in that role? I, I William Hurt I passed away, of course, that. so he can't say the role anymore. Yes. I have heard that. I think I think that's really cool. See Harrison Ford in the MCU. Now he's he's Star Wars and Ian Jones in the MCU. Yeah. Come on, we got we got to redo the list we did on video see where we counted down the the actors who had crossed over in multiple yeah. uh, franchises. I that, you know I'm, I'm digging it. That's cool. Although he's getting up there in, in age, so they better hurry up and film the scenes unless they want to do a third Thunderbolt Ross. I mean, eventually that character just has to be a little too far up in age, right? Um, all right, moving on to episode four. Again, I start out, I hate when she talks to the audience about, quote, the show, end quote. So, again, everything else in the MCU is real, but this is just a show. I don't understand how that's supposed to work. It's real, but there's also a show happening. And it's extremely distracting we'll, to me. We'll talk about that more later. Uh, they talked about how everybody loves Wong, but I said everybody doesn't love this Wong, because by and large, I didn't like Wong in this. I love Wong. I, I like love the him. actor. I love the character, but I just, yeah, I, I like. Blown away by I also like the storyline he had going on with the annoying character. Oh, I, yeah, that was great. And by yeah. the end, I was digging it. But just this—this this was the first appearance of Wong. We first started seeing him, or maybe this might have been the second episode he was in because I talked about. Yeah. Uh, he had, and again, it's been weeks now that we didn't review these week by week. But um, yeah, I didn't love uh, Wong in this. By by the end, I enjoyed having him there, and I, and I liked him and the annoying girl. Neat. I thought they were fun. If we could see some more of them, that'd be really Wong awesome. Awesome in this. Need a little short series. Um, them. Wong and Random Girl. But again, what was her name? Okay. No idea. <laughs> she said it numerous yeah, times. She spelled it, and it was like with the Y, but not where you think it is. Yeah. What, what was it? Madison like, or something. Yeah, Madison, Madison. There you go. Um, but yeah, I didn't love Wong in this as much as, and y'all know I'm on record as loving Wong. I, I, I noted that I, I thought going in, this was going to be like an early 2000s ABC legal drama, but it's really more like a late nineties USA show from what I saw, at least in this episode. Uh-huh. Uh, I did know there was one moment where she looked at her phone. I think it said scam likely, which is something I get on my phone oh, a lot. God. So I thought that was neat. I like so every much. phone call I get is scam likely. I did make a note that, that I bet that the doctor that she dated, that she hooked up with as She-Hulk, who then left when he saw her as Jen. I said, I bet he'll be back. And he was, but just for the yeah. courtroom scene, I thought he was going to play more of a role. Yeah. Um, oh, gosh. I noted, what a waste of a good actor-slash-character. I have no idea what I was... I I may have been referring to uh, the character of She-Hulk herself, because mm-hmm. I think I was kind of getting kind of down on it by this episode. Maybe I was referring to somebody else. But since I have no other notes, I'm going to assume that, because then I said that this series may be worse than Moon Knight. Oh, God. And I, I uh, maybe just as bad for different reasons. I thought Moon Knight was good. Same. Not a big fan of Moon Knight. I liked Moon Knight. Moon Knight was Moon Knight. And he looks cool. He looks uh, like a cooler version of the Assassins from Assassin's I liked the end of Moon Knight. Kinda. Um, I, I like Moon Knight. I also did know that who got married at Carmitage, because they referenced the wedding there. They I wonder did. who got married at Carmitage. I don't know. I think that we, we got to find out at some point, I feel like. Probably. Right, One mo- of the people there. Yeah. Moving on to a She-Hulk 5. Uh, the attorney who had the sneaker fetish, her, her uh, mm-hmm. male counterpart at the superhuman law enforcement division. Not law enforcement, because they're not law enforcement. The superhuman legal, legal stuff. department. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Did he develop an accent between episodes? 
I, I feel like all of a sudden in this episode and maybe some of the later ones he has a different accent than Arnold. Maybe he just didn't mm, talk a maybe? lot. Maybe I have no idea. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember either. Uh, I did. I did. I did mention. I know one of there have been so many Asgardian references, like Thor. We're dealing with another superhero identity crisis. Yeah. Uh, I thought maybe again. I, apparently, I'm just trying to make a, a soffit connections between some of these characters because originally I thought Jen and her paralegal might be a couple. Then I thought there might be a connection between her and the other attorney at the office. But of course, we find out she's married. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm trying to to pair her off with I mean, a woman, but I, I mean, just, like I just ha- got those vibes. Like half this series would try to pair up with someone. I um, mean, she was was actively dating throughout multiple episodes. I did know for all the good and bad, these episodes didn't overstay their welcome. Like, they they got in and got out. You know, they didn't feel like they were uh, laboring along. It's like, even if I didn't like it, it was over with before I really expected it. There were multiple times when it all of a sudden ended. Uh-huh. No, no, there was literally one episode where it ended, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, we're getting the opening credits now. <laughs> I was like, oh, wait, that's the end? <laughs> we're already there? I'm like, wow, they took a long time to get to the opening credits, but I didn't think it had been 30 minutes already. So that, that's one thing they did, you know, well. Um, that was, of course, the one episode where it's like, oh, you think this is going to... No, but we've got more. Now she was breaking the fourth wall. Okay, at this point I may have my numbers wrong because we were just talking about She-Hulk. How many episodes of She-Hulk were there? Nine. Six. Okay, yeah, I'm, my numbers are off. So, okay, I have it as She-Hulk five, but it's actually... We'll move on to six now. Uh, more suspension of disbelief. Uh fourth wall breaking to get things started again y'all know my complaints about that i did like the just gin title card they used mm-hmm. on that episode uh the mr immortal character thought yeah. he was intriguing but they didn't i mean they did some yeah. fun jokes with him in in the thing i'm sure there is and i'm sure and it's fun when you can use a comic character and bring them in even if you don't have a lot of plans for him but it would have been it, it would would have been and would be interesting to see more from the i was gonna say technically point. he could come back Pretty much in the comics, his plot is like he's the peak evolution of human, uh-huh. or something. Uh huh. It's odd. He 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 has the he he leads like the freaking Wisconsin Avengers. <laughs> the Wisconsin Avengers. <laughs> I, I think it's that, like I need that movie. I think it's like the Great Lake Avengers no, or something no, like no, that. No, no, no. It needs to be the Wisconsin <laughs> Avengers. Pretty much the Wisconsin, Wisconsin <laughs> Avengers. Um. But I did note, too, I knew it wouldn't be just a normal divorce case when they're like, it's just a normal divorce case. Well, not really. If Jen's on it, it's not a normal divorce case. Well, she wasn't case. on it. She went to the wedding True. instead. True. <laughs> if she was supposed to be on it, though. Also, just like I knew it wouldn't be a self-contained wedding episode. Never. I thought Jen was going to lose her paralegal, like her paralegal was going to get enraptured by the other female attorney and end mm-hmm. up going to work for her instead, but that never played out. Um... Jen with, with, with the Josh character at the table before she threw up. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I was really starting to get into her. Just like uh, with uh, Kamala Khan, I, I thought this was just a very charming performance. Mm-hmm. And, and I really liked it. I liked it before that. I liked it after that. But that was really the moment where I really started to fall in love with, with, with the performance and thought, wow, she's really charming. She's really pulling this off. Yeah. Um. Also, I'm just saying, did the DJ not have kung fu fighting to queue up during the fight at the wedding scene? <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> I mean, what what happened there? My gosh, bro. You always gotta have that queued up in case there's a wedding fight. I also noted that I don't trust Mallory, which I believe is the, the other lawyer, the other female lawyer. Okay. Um, I don't remember most people's names. I may be wrong, but whoever it was, it apparently didn't pan out, because I don't remember there being any <laughs> yeah. female not yeah, worth trusting. Now, again, if there's another season of this, maybe, maybe they'll prove not trustworthy. 
Uh, moving into episode seven, unpopular opinion, Emil Blonsky, better than Wong in this series. In this series. In this series, overall. I agree, but Emil also got more in this series. Not overall, no, but Tim Roth along with uh, She-Hulk, Tatiana, Maslany, and they're just incredible performances and the real shining lights of this series for me. Yeah. yeah. Um, the no service at uh, Emil's retreat. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a not not the actual fact that she had no service, but the actual visual representation of no service on the screen constantly while she was looking for service. I yeah. found that annoying and unnecessary. <laughs> I st- I still like stuff like that. I didn't like it as much as they did with the different effects and text and all that. I didn't care for it all. Novel. Just her holding up her phone looking for it. I think we understand what she's doing. <laughs> um, I was trying to take a good picture of the birds. They had to make sure the younger generation that's not used to no service understood. Also at the retreat, we uh, met a vampire. I wonder if he had a Blade connection, perhaps. Or someone Possibly. who claims he's a vampire. I, I know that uh, Blade's gotten pushed back now, probably mainly because of the director issues with the director leaving them, having to find another one. But we're going to see Blade at some point in the MCU. We've heard his voice already at the end of Eternals. Yeah. So I thought there might be a connection there. Um, Spanish is a language, not a nationality. Have you ever heard of Spain? I thought that was fantastic. That was one of the best moments in the thing. Have you ever heard of Spain? <laughs> that was great. What a great response. That was just fucking funny. Um, th- I, that line in Tim Roth were like the only things good about episode seven in my estimation. Nice. Um, okay, the delivery on a Don't Talk About My Dad was also great, too. Okay. That was another like Don't Talk About My Dad. I thought that was really good. Um, and, of course, Tatiana as... Jen slash Hulk was was good as usual. So multiple good things, but again, not a yes. great episode overall. Just some nice high points. Uh, okay, one more high point of the episode. That everybody, everybody wanting vengeance toward Josh. I thought, yeah, I thought that <laughs> yes. was pretty damn good too. That was that and was great. Josh. Then after that, it all fell off again. What's a J name? I, uh, I I I thought that they were uh, trying to sucker Jen, but as it turns out, they weren't. Uh, but my last note on the episode was that was pretty bad, except Roth. <laughs> So, wow. uh, not 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 a great way to go into the last third of the season. Uh, and I know on my notes here, it's supposed to say She-Hulk. It says She-Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. She-Hulk. Uh, the character Leapfrog, I thought he looked like Kick-Ass. Yeah. yeah. And, and he's sort of a DIY superhero, even though he's not, obviously not the same tone as the Kick-Ass character, but it's sort of, yeah. sort, of sort of appropriate. Um. Now, now, just let me clear this up. Charlie Cox is not blind in real life, is he? Not that I'm aware of. So I just think it's very ironic that in, in story, Jen accuses Matt of pretending to be blind when Charlie Cox is literally pretending to be blind to play the character. <laughs> um, I like the Red Hulk reference. I assume we're going to see him at some point. Mm-hmm. Notice, still don't like the fourth wall breaking. Again, this is the one where, uh, you know, she has her dalliance with, with Matt. And, and let me say, I love hearing her say Matt's name. She calls him Matthew. I was like, I'm Matthew. Come on, she's talking to me. Um, but then her, her uh, paralegal comes over and it's like, oh, we're doing this now. And then she goes in that long spiel like about, you know, oh, this is one of those setups and it could be this or it could be that. And just way too much technical talk about the, uh, the, the plot of a show. You know, all she had to do was, was turn to the camera and be like, oh, are we doing this now? And then, yes, we're blah, blah, blah. And then, I guess we're going to a party. That's all you needed. Just a couple lines to the audience. You could have maintained the, the character and the suspension of disbelief at the same time instead of all this nonsense they went through. 
and the whole ending with them throwing stuff up on the scene and her going Rage Hulk and then them bringing out the the phaser guns. I don't know what they're the repulsor cannons phaser whatever they use. I know phasers are Star Trek. Is that phasers to stun. I thought it was a dumb fucking ending. And that's the actual end of my notes. Um, we okay. just watched we just watched the finale. Um, I did like the way the finale started off with the, with the retro opening, paying homage to the yeah. original yeah. Uh, Hulk series of the seventies and perhaps early eighties, starring Lou Ferrigno. I thought that was really fun. Yeah. Um, but overall, that episode was a mess. It was. I didn't like the direction they were going. Where oh, now she's just going to be Jen, and it's like you're really just going to make this woman a target now. You're going to take away her power so people can just come attack her at will after she's already been a superhero. That just made no sense to me. And then, of course, let's get into it. I mean, the ultimate fourth wall breaking where she goes literally behind the scenes, literally to the Disney Studios, the Walt and Mickey statue, to the writer's room to go see Kevin. And it's like, oh, she's going to see Kevin Feige. And it turns out Kevin is just an AI in this point. And you have the Marvel wall and they talk about the show. And again, I don't. So she has the power to just rewrite her story. I mean, to be fair, it's not the first time she's been in the writer's room. In the comics, she's going to the writer's room. I understand, and I've told you that I still think it works better in the world of the comics because it's just so vast and far-reaching. And, and, you know, and within this, it just didn't seem to play. I mean, again, so this is a show, but other things aren't a show, and she can change these things about her story. So what is the canon ending of, of this series, at least this season of the series? And if she can change that, can she make other changes? I, I just thought it was a real hot mess. I felt and I wasn't as though for it at all. I felt as though this. It, it now, was she this was episode. Not, not, to be again, she was charming as fuck, but I still didn't like the, the scenes. It was this episode that that finally I was like, okay, yeah, they went a little far with the fourth wall. Like I, I I don't like fourth wall breaking a whole lot, but even when it was annoying, I didn't necessarily mind it previously. This is where I was like, what? And it also. I'm still trying to make sense of it, it feels like. You know, I've seen some talk that the Kevin AI is going to actually be a character that maps no. into other stuff. It, yeah, no, they can't do that. Because how does that work? I mean, how do you have this fantastic world that you're supposed to believe in with Captain America going into the ice and then coming back to be part of the Avengers and then the time heist and Thanos and the snap and all this? And, oh, but it's just a story. Which, I mean, we know I it's all made say, up. I was going to say, when you watch okay, the movie, you don't want to sit there and think, I'm just watching something that's made up. You buy into the story, and this completely takes you out of that. The only I way agree. I I, wait, 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 wait. I was going to say... Yeah, the only the only way I, I, I've so far managed to start to understand this is if the She-Hulk show is supposed to kind of also be a show within the MCU. And so, like, her story, it's happened and whatnot. But then this is them making it into the show, and she's like, yeah, no, I don't like what y'all are trying to do with it. Yeah, and I mean, that works. It, it does, have we have make, seen you have to make Marvel. that clear. Yeah, I agree. And so far, it hasn't. I, I feel as though they did leave it pretty their, if, open. If that was their idea, and this was this their idea of making it clear, is. clearly they messed up. Yeah. I feel as though they didn't make it as clear as they should have if that is how it's supposed to be. Because so far, that's the best way I've managed to understand it. You know, and, and except knowing that we, we have seen... <laughs> yep. We have seen clearly toys and stuff like that of these characters existing within the MCU. Now I have a And much... honestly, if these characters were real, we'd be making shows and all that about it, so... Now I have a much more elaborate explanation for this. <laughs> You don't have to make it more complicated than it already see, is. My thought is that the real world is like an alternate universe on top of this universe where the writers and stuff are literally creating this universe. 
<laughs> Why does it all like gods in another universe creating this universe? See, I was trying like to said, keep up with the thing that it. at least originally the MCU was kind of set in our world. This is quote unquote our world because clearly our world doesn't have those things, but you know. It was more based in reality than I mean, compared even, to DC even stories. In the real world, she goes to as an owl because I don't think Kevin Feige is an AI. Me but too. you don't know that he's not. True. <laughs> also true. We, oh. we, we can't we can't confirm or deny that Kevin Feige is an AI. <laughs> and also, real quick, funny thing about this episode having the old. Hulk show intro uh-huh. thing. She Hulk was actually originally created because of that show. They wrote the writers of that show or whatever would introduce a female Hulk or whatever. They're like, we gotta make a female Hulk first before they do. Interesting. For some reason. Yeah, so it's a nice little tribute too. Yeah. That 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 also uh, we finally understand from the previews where we saw that scene of her and Bruce there in the seventies garb. We're like, wow, where they're going? Where are they going with that? Mm-hmm. Clearly, it was just a, a one episode joke. Yeah, yeah. but it was still good. I, I enjoyed yeah. that part. And also about the Feige, his little baseball cap thing is actually built into the computer thing. It's not like an actual baseball cap, which I've heard is because Kevin Feige himself objected to wearing an actual baseball cap. Like, why do computer wear a baseball cap? I thought it looked cool. It's an odd thing to object to. <laughs> I mean, Computers the, just wanted a hat, damn it. Of all the things in that episode to object to, that was I'm it. I'm just saying, if an I'm AI... I'm really trying to question Kevin Feige's judgment. This is not the first time, but <laughs> it's adding on If to an it. AI robot thing was to exist enough to tell me that it wants a hat, I'm giving it a hat. I'm not arguing with it. I mean, honestly, not giving an AI a hat at once, that's just the start of the robot revolution. They're like, you didn't give us our damn hats. And a lot of other things, but that was the last straw. But also, if 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 this was a TV show in uh, the world of Marvel, how do you explain her breaking through Disney Plus? It's a work in progress. That's clearly an interdimensional travel. And again, neat looking scene, but how do you reconcile that? And again, I know we've seen characters do it in comic books, and I know we've seen characters yeah. do it in like Looney Tunes, but I'm I'm just saying. And Deadpool does similar. And so far, it doesn't Deadpool. feel quite so I, right. I want to buy into this more, and I mean, the Deadpool argument is what it is, but we still haven't seen Deadpool in the MCU yeah. yet. But so we're going to see him and She-Hulk team up but, and but, to break every single wall. They're yeah. going to break the okay, fifth but, wall. Like I say, I can't make any comments toward. Yeah, I like Deadpool as he is so far, but he's not been MCU canon yet. I, I was gonna Let's say- wait to see what he does, and then I can comment on that. All I can comment on right now is what I've got, and what I've got is She-Hulk and the MCU just ruining our suspension of disbelief. As I say, with the Disney Plus thing, to explain that, you got to get kind of meta. <laughs> so, of course, we were saying, okay, Jen, Jen didn't like the way they were doing her story, so she's talking to them, but they, they came to a compromise where that got written into the show, you know? Instead of trying to come yeah, up like with, like, trying to change it, like, okay, well, how do we entertainingly get from this point to the point that you want? Like, I know how it happened in the real world, but how do we make it more entertaining? Because this is a show and we're going to movify things. Yeah, my explanation. Uh, so we're just going to, like, just put this conversation into the show. My explanation. I feel as though that. that's exactly what happened at one point or You know what would hilarious? If instead of instead of her breaking the fourth wall like fully, she only talked to the audience, and then at the end she was like talking to a watcher that like no one else could see except for herself. That would be cool, but it wouldn't work as far as her breaking out of everything. Yeah, but again, and, and the referencing the show and stuff. Yeah, doesn't really work all that well. 
<laughs> just a show for the watcher. Yeah, maybe. But, but the final episode's a mess. I got the X-Men name dropped, though. Yeah. <laughs> that was, I mean, fine, I guess. Like I said, and I, thought, and I thought I thought Tatiana was charming as fuck in the scene. Yeah, I she thought was it was great. I, I thought it was entertaining, like, funny. Just another case where I think the show is not serving the actor and their performance as well as it could. This definitely isn't my favorite Disney Plus show. Yeah, no. That goes to Loki. Loki's good. As far as Star Wars. I mean, not Star Wars. <laughs> as, far as, as far as Marvel Disney shows. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Miss Marvel, number one for me. Yeah, I'm going to have to go Miss Marvel. Say, I got to say Loki. I mean, she is like my Marvel favorite comic great. character. So. Loki was really good, except it's starting to seem more relevant. Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. I haven't gotten season two for it. Falcon and Winter Soldier. Took a while to get started, had some weird pacing, but was overall very good. WandaVision started out great, ended terribly. Moon Knight was Moon Knight, and this is <laughs> She-Hulk. maybe below Moon Knight, to be honest with you. Because of the because the incessant fourth wall breaking as much as anything. Other than the fourth wall breaking that I'm still having to wrap my head around, I, I enjoyed it. And that show. mess of an ending, too. Like, it, it didn't even feel like, with all that, with her, okay, I'm going to change this and this, and then we just, uh, everything's wrapping up. Yeah, I mean, it, just, it, it, it was a daytime. real unsatisfying ending. I mean, why was Daredevil even there in daytime? He only works at night, I assume. I, I enjoyed I never seen Daredevil. He had a day off from lawyering. I used to be a big Daredevil fan when I was a kid. I went through a Daredevil phase, mm-hmm. and I sort of hadn't been as into him lately. I never even watched the Netflix show, but I, yeah. I did enjoy him in the series. I know if I'm that looking Netflix forward to seeing more of him. Anything? Well, like if it's, if it's considered canon, canon yeah, or not. I always thought they were supposed to be canon, but maybe not. What, sure I was going to say, at one point in time, maybe they were... I mean, we obviously we've seen Matt Murdock in the MCU now. We've seen Kingpin in the MCU. Yeah. Played by the same actors, so... I think that one has, like, the highest them, chance not of actually making them. Isn't Daredevil getting a series or a movie? I don't know. We just have to wait until K-E-V-I-N speaks. Oh, God. We have to wait until K-E-V-I-N speaks, and then we'll know. Oh, and also with the dude giving himself the Hulk blood and turning into the Hulk monster thing. That was weird. Yeah. It was, it was weird. Well, that was one of the things she objected to and complained to Kevin about. But doing that more like, half the subplot of the show, since they're trying to get her blood since, like, episode two. Agreed. Like I said, that episode was a... Even though... It was a real weird way to go out. Honestly, what should have happened, he should have injected the blood of himself and then just died. Talk about talk about lazy writing. Remember, I, the blood I, I, has a lethal dose exactly. of gamma radiation. I did think something was going to happen because they talked. They even set up early on how Bruce and and Jin share this weird marker that allows them to process it differently than somebody else. Yeah, the blood has so a they lethal set it up dose and it, of gamma right, radiation. It should, I thought maybe they were going to go that way, and then nope. He should have just died then. That so it, it just uh, really it just really feels like halfway through they had no idea what they were doing with this series, and maybe it's because they didn't get the direction from above. Maybe that's why they even mocked Kevin Feige. Maybe they felt like they, they uh, were, maybe they felt like they were directionless or something because that last episode certainly felt that way. As I say, like that it, that's kind of kind of what I was getting at when I was saying I feel though that's exactly what happened at some point in time is like something was going on behind the scenes where they ended admit, up just writing or making a kind of joke 
version a of the, on what's going on yeah. Like, if that's really the case, they felt directionless, <laughs> and so that's how they played it out. I'd give it way higher ratings, but not knowing that, I can't rate it based on that. But if that's the case, my rating is going to change. Is all I'm saying. We might have to revisit this if some details come out. So literally, they have they had written and film like half the series, then someone's like, "Yeah, no, I don't like this ending. This ending sucks." <laughs> Maybe it's Kevin Feige. Kevin Feige okay is like, with it. and they're like, "Okay, sucks. makes no sense." And but they were kind of stuck, and they're like, "You know what? Oh, we'll fine. Oh, fine, Kevin. Yo, we'll now, on now. Now he's a dumb AI who's gonna take over <laughs> <and> She-Hulk. <laughs> Kevin Feige, a dumb AI now with a baseball cap. <laughs> no, he can't have the baseball cap. <laughs> By the way, I I looked it up real quick because I had. Uh, Google still open, and yeah, yeah, th- th- there is going to be a Daredevil series called Daredevil Born Again in twenty twenty four. Is when it's currently scheduled. It's going to have eighteen episodes for its first season. It's going to be on Disney Plus. <laughs> but uh, but Charlie Cox has described it as a new thing and not like a continuation of the Netflix series or anything. It's a lot of episodes. That's the most it. we've seen for a Marvel series so far. Yeah, double. The amount She-Hulk got, yeah, which is currently the, the longest. Ones. Yeah, yeah, because they were all what six until now. Six-ish for sure. I don't know if they technically all were or not. Yeah. Hmm. All right. So, anybody got anything else you yes. want to go for it? Then we have to acknowledge Hulk. Oh yeah, 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 Hulk. He's a kind of yeah. He, up at he the brings end. out he brings out his kid Scar, which is canon to the comics, and we've seen people, uh, you know. Theorized that he was going to show up and that was going to be his business on Scar, but um, it was just so fast. And it's like, so oh, fast. by the way, I brought myself. So sudden. It, it felt like the, and it's the end of the series. It felt like the uh, the 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 multiple endings of Wayne's World or something. Just this random silliness, and it's like, that's it. Wow. I mean, I know she Hulk said something like, "Oh, you'll learn more about what Hulk's doing in the movie." That's like, but it, but I want no more. I don't know. She's not mentioned a movie. <laughs> Who knows at this point? Like, yeah, we'll learn more in the movie. Anyway. I haven't even seen any news of a Hulk movie or anything. Yeah, so it's like... So far, I'll just be a side character. I don't even even know where the She-Hulk character is going. I don't know, maybe there's going to be a Hulk season or family movie. The Hulks to follow up the Marvels. Yeah, and then the villain will be Red Hulk. Well, that's going to be... That should be Thunderbolts, because Red Hulk is Thunderbolt Ross, right? Well, yeah, but at first he'd be a villain, then he'd be an anti-hill. But we know we're getting Thunderbolts. Yeah. All right. Was well, that it? I, mean, I don't have much. Yeah, that, that's it was, all it was, I had it was, to just, say. it was very quick, and it's like okay. It was just that was odd. There. And that's something to it was. It's like see one of those, how like it's, it's like one of those movies that ends with all this random stuff thrown in just for just for randomness. Like and oh, here's my son, by the way, on a meal. I felt so weird coming and then. Like just suddenly, it's like what? That's that's intriguing. Yeah. Yeah. I assume it's only gonna. That's weird though, because I mean, now wait a minute. Have we gotten confirmation that Abomination is going to be part of the Thunderbolts in the movie? We see part of the cast list. Not that I was aware. Because I think he is in the comics, and he's definitely got a connection to Ross, because Ross the one that gave him the serum in the first place, I believe. Yeah, I was gonna say. As far as I'm aware, I don't think he was announced. It feels weird to have two giant monster people on one team. So it is going to be interesting to see where that goes. The but Adventures I, of Long Emil and the Annoying Goal. And Madison. Madison, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm here for that. We, That's we, the next we series. Need like, we need like a holiday special with them. We do. Carmitage, come on. Yes. The Christmas party Christmas at Carmitage. Hell yeah, I'm here for that. It'd be even better than the Christmas Psycho special. 
Lego stars. They had a Lego stars like summer special. Yeah, I was gonna say we still haven't watched that. that haven't seen. I didn't know it existed until. I don't like, know how you didn't month. exist because I, I told you. Didn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't exist. I don't know <laughs> how you didn't exist. <laughs> I don't know how you didn't know it existed though because I, I, I told y'all about it like days month. before it released. <laughs> no, but it's also a new cause series. I don't care. That has nothing that. to do with She-Hulk, though. Can no, but I'm just saying, like, that, that's another Disney Plus series that we've just ignored. All right. So y'all want to rate this thing? Sure. No, I'm not saying She-Hulk is a thing. I meant the series. Uh, seven. Um, yeah, seven sounds good. I'm going to give it a unicorn without its horn out of ten. It was, it was cute, but not as cute as it thinks this is. No, let me try that again. I'm going to give it a unicorn without its horn out of 10. It was cute, but not as cute as it thinks it is, and it was utterly pointless. God. <laughs> and that's toss. <laughs> no, it's a unicorn without its horn. It's cuter than a horse. <laughs> so a pony. Yeah. I'm bigger than a My pony. My little pony. My little pony. All right, and with that, come back next time when the conversation will continue. Until then, I am and will continue to be Maddie. Lexi. Dylan. And this is Lexi Concluded. Bye. Bye.